Hello everyone, it's a new week and a new episode of So That's Why You Like It podcast. As a small twist, I, Navodi, thought of welcoming you all for this week's episode. And I have Sandha with me as well. Hello everyone, it's nice to be back with another episode. So we have an exciting and also quite different topic to discuss this week, isn't it nowadays? Yes, of course. But before we start introducing our topic, I would like to thank everyone who took time to listen to us last week and encouraged us with your lovely comments. Of course, we were delighted to uh, see your Roald Dahl memories in the comments section, especially about the Roald Dahl created words. And uh, we received several requests from you guys, asking us to talk about different movies and books as well. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, there were like a lot of people who were like saying, do uh, an episode about this movie, do an episode about these sort of books and everything. We will try to, we will try our best to accommodate all these requests. Yeah, but, as the time yeah. permits, we'll see that. And... Uh, as we were talking about responses, we had two different polls this week in our Facebook page. So uh, that might have given you certain hints about this week's topic as well. Mm, yeah, so we posted two different polls. One asking why you love Korean dramas and another asking why do you hate them. So there we, we got um, different responses to these uh, polls and different uh, answers and some comments as well. Yes. So we hope to get a, an idea about what everybody is thinking about Korean drama uh, through these polls, isn't it? Now? Yes, of course. And apart from that, we ourselves watched several K-dramas during this quarantine period. And that also inspired us to talk about Korean dramas and film industry this week, isn't it, Sandra? Yeah. So... Um, before everything, I would like to say, like our podcast, we focus on different genres of movies, different types of books, and also different types of TV series. So we give a chance to all kind of preferences. That's also one of the reasons why we chose Korean dramas for this week. And um, when we consider about like people who associate themselves with these dramas, there are people who absolutely extremely love them. And also, there's also a, uh, a set where I absolutely hate them. Yes. And also, there's another set who, like, quietly watch them, be critical about what's good, what's bad, and then kind of, like, have a neutral attitude. You know, don't you agree nowadays? Yes. And, I mean, we should respect everyone's opinion on them. And at the same time, we believe that just because you don't like a certain type of a movie or, like, a TV series... You shouldn't completely hate or, you know, disgust at them. I mean, everyone has different tastes. So, I think you should respect that too. Yeah, so uh, that's why we are going to talk about this currently trending Korean, you can say the Korean craze that's like traveling around the globe. So, uh, we have a special guest with us to, you know, explore this Korean drama world. Yes, she is actually my best friend since uni days. I met her and became friends while we were hiking on Hantana mountain range. <laughs> yes, since then we have done so many crazy and lovely things together. And like 
we have watched so many K dramas and we enjoy Korean food and Korean culture. I mean, I will tell you a funny story. Like recently, we traveled more than two hundred kilometers. Oh my god! Just to have jajamyeon and tteokbokki. I mean, would you believe it? Oh. <laughs> Were they good? Yeah, that was really tasty. Especially the jajamyeon. It was really tasty. Did you get what you expected? Yes, but the portion was too small. <laughs> we needed more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, talking about. This week's guest, she is Nilukshi Imashini, <laughs> and she is currently a temporary lecturer at the University of Peradeniya. Nilukshi, welcome to So That's Why You Like It. Hi, girls. Uh, thank you for inviting me to your podcast. So, how are you doing? You're welcome. <laughs> it's great to have you. We are doing fun. Yeah, we are so, doing great. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, I'm also fine. I'm I'm exciting to be with you guys. Wow, we are also excited to have you. <laughs> so Nilukshi, did you yes enjoy watching K dramas during this quarantine period? Yes, of course. Actually, uh, because of my work, uh, I couldn't watch many K dramas. So nowadays I'm at home. So I watch many uh, many of them. So. I think my current time period is full of K dramas. Wow, <laughs> that's <laughs> nice. amazing. So, uh, may I ask how exactly, like, how did you start watching these dramas? Uh, okay, actually, uh, one of my best friends asked me. Actually, not just asked, she threatened me to watch a K drama. <laughs> the name is "You're Beautiful," which was aired in two thousand nine. And after watching that, I felt like I got a completely different and a colorful life in front of me. You know, uh, maybe because it, I was fed up of perfect love stories that was fed, uh, that can be seen in Bollywood and Hollywood movies. So I was looking for a different taste. And obviously, these Korean dramas give that taste to me because. Uh, these love stories are in some kind of imperfect not perfect love stories so that uh, i really like them that's why i became a die hard fan of them <laughs> how about you navodi i know you also love korean dramas yes korean of course bands as well yes k pop yeah uh, actually yeah, especially the bands I yes <laughs> i mean my <laughs> first k drama will be full house i think uh that actually yeah, was same here same here yes that actually was telecast in national television channel in sri lanka uh like long ago <laughs> we were still in school at that time and we really loved it and uh, yeah that's my first k drama and i really loved how funny and how playful the story was and i mean these days my mother is watching full house so I mean I'm I'm getting reminded of how I fell into this trap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's nice. Even yeah. I started watching them from uh, Full House which was telecasted on the TV. I remember we that, that was telecasted on the weekends as I remember and I had a class uh, right exactly the same time I had a class at my home and I was like I really want to watch this I don't want to go for the class. 
but somehow the time changed and i finally got a chance to watch it and i remember me and my mom everybody like used to sit in front of the tv and watch it that's something that i really loved about that as well because it was a love story but it was kind of a love story that we the whole family could enjoy like without like cringing while your parents sit next to you you know so that's that was also a motivation for me to like watch korean dramas then um i got different dramas from my friends and then i started to like search for them in the internet and watch that was like um how do i say that that was like a different taste of things like different than the hollywood and bollywood movies that i was like watching at that time yeah so um i know there are you know lot of people who have like different opinions on them lot of people who really hate them we saw that in our poll as well like they find it so cheesy they don't like the actors and all sort of things they don't really they like really hate that but um uh, i feel that you should like that's also kind of like a different genre different kind of thing you can give it a chance and say if you don't like it just ignore it if there are people who are like enjoying it let them be as well right also as you know most of us have busy and stressful lives right so we work for hours in weekends and weekdays so uh, most of the time i need something to cheer me up right to make me feel better make me feel happy so i always find k dramas the the stories they provided as a ship to take me to the happiness so this is why i watch k dramas okay so as we are talking about korean dramas korean tv industry this week we cannot uh, forget the recently like oscar winning korean movie which is parasite as well right yes of course parasite actually is a movie that you might have come across if you have netflix or oh, it might have come across uh, because it was very famous because the, it had a like it has a very unique plot like you won't find any flowery characters in that you won't find any fantasy world in that but the story was very grotesque and it was like very i mean sometimes people might find it hard to watch <laughs> i mean i found it really hard to watch. there are scenes that you might you might find very disturbing but while watching parasite i felt that oh my god they had the capacity to make this much of a quality movie i mean like with the amount of talent that they have gathered within that movie and the plot twists and uh, the amount of suspense that was included in the movie was amazing i mean that is a must if you are a korean uh, drama fan uh, and i need to add this also strangely there were so many uh, friends in my friend uh, friend list of facebook who totally hate korean anything that is korean okay but strangely i found them after the parasite was like you know uh, released i found that found that they have watched parasite actually and they were giving some positive comments about it and they are surprised that oh my god koreans had the ability to make such a movie and they are comedy like that i was like 
I was having a cruel fun at that time watching them comment like positive things about a Korean drama or like a Korean movie. So I mean that had the ability to attract many fans. I mean, yeah. So I, I, I yes. wanted to add to that. Maybe that's because, uh, like you know, there are a lot of like great Korean movies. I I can remember uh, it was released in two thousand sixteen. I guess Train to Busan, which was a zombie movie, that was really like scary and also like emotional at the end as well, right? So there were a lot of great Korean movies. I think people what people. Are critic criticizing about is like Korean movies. They have different kind of like more similar to the reality that we are in than the Korean dramas because Korean dramas have a lot of fantasies, fantasy worlds and everything going on. That might be one of the major reasons that why that's why they're saying the Korean dramas are so cheesy. But if you like. If you give it a chance and see, there are great stories in Korean dramas as well, like completely different stories which have like strong plot lines and strong characters are existing as well, right? Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the Korean TV industry. Like in South Korea, uh, there are three major TV uh, networks, which is KBS, MBC, and SBS, and now. Uh, and also they have like several cable TV channels like TVN and uh, as well. And now they have moved to Netflix as well. There are a lot of Korean dramas in Netflix as well, which is giving them a chance to like you know reach the uh, wider wider audience range. Like they could reach uh, people outside of Korea widely as well. Yes. And when we talk about uh, Korean TV and film industry, we can differentiate the type of K dramas or Korean movies that they produce. Uh, first one is Seguk. Actually, uh, Seguk talks about uh, Korean historical related or history related dramas. You might find fancy kings and. Queens and wars. For example, if you are a Sri Lankan, I think you are familiar with the TV series uh, Dejangum. In Sri Lanka, we call it Changumi. There's no way that you haven't heard the name. Like uh, yes, yes. The name of the series was uh, Sujata Diri, right? Yes. In Singhala, they have like translated into into Singhala and telecast that Sujata Diri. Yeah. And. Uh, Nowadays, uh, the contemporary dramas they often uh, are centered around some love stories, maybe some family ties or and romantic relationships, etc. Yeah. So as you were talking about uh, the yeah. Korean historic dra drama "Jewel in the Palace," which was telecasted here as Sujata Diani, um, I remember I read. Somewhere, the actress who played the main character, Lee Young A, uh, she was like, when she recognized that she had immense popularity in Sri Lanka, uh, and she was like locally known as Changumi, uh, she actually created a foundation which was called Sujata Diani Scholarship Fund. In two thousand fourteen, and uh, she has donated U.S. like a huge amount of U.S. dollars for the fund as well. 
and this fund basically aims at providing financial assistance to female students who are from like low income families who have difficulties uh, in finance who has difficulties financially that's a great thing right yes uh, actually i would like to add uh, in these historical dramas there are different categories uh, there are some dramas that contain real historical stories, such as, uh, as you mentioned, De Jangam, or the Dongyi, or Empress Ki. Also, uh, there are some dramas that modified historical stories with fictions, such as uh, Princess Man or The Faith, which was a, a story that transcends time during a contemporary world and uh, Goryeo Age, and also the uh, and also moon lovers and hundred days hunt sorry hundred days my prince uh, obviously the, there are many dramas about the mythical beings there are many such as the scholar who walks the night it's about uh, a vampire who ruled the kingdom behind the king so there are different kinds of historical dramas mm. so what do you guys know about the Hallyu phenomenon the Hallyu concept in Korea. Actually, Hallyu phenomenon is like a global phenomenon. I mean, it's how, yeah, it's how uh, Korean cultural industry, you know, spread it bra its branches towards the other parts of the world. To basically put it into words, uh, Hallyu wave is the reason why we are having certain, you know, K-dramas telecasted in our countries as well. For example, like the ones that we watched, Dejangum or Full House or everything came towards the other parts of the world after this Hallyu wave phenomenon, okay? Um, yes, that actually uh, explains how uh, Korean culture broke down Taiwanese and Japanese culture that existed before that. I mean, even you can remember, like, we used to watch watch Oshin and everything when in our childhood. I think you can remember, right? Mm, yes, I loved Oshin. Yeah, Oshin and Susuran. What happened to them now? Can you see them now? In television channels, can you see them? Can't, right? Maybe there might be like, uh, you know, re-telecasting, but it's not like Probably, that. but yeah. Yes. But the amount of Korean uh, dramas that appears in uh, national television channels are very, like, I think it has increased over time, right? I mean, that's the result of the Hallyu wave, how they, like, you know, sent their culture, their, their pop culture, which is called the K-pop and K-dramas and movies, things like that. Yes, yes I think that's one uh, aspect of that is like the BTS as well, right? BTS going to America. Yeah. Like their popularity in America as well. That's like the third Hallyu wave <laughs> during, like in the history. Hmm. BTS, yes. The music going around the world. <laughs> yes. 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 And also, um, I think I saw somewhere, I read it somewhere that this Hallyu phenomenon uh, helped Korea to get, you know, like uh, millions of tourists who like who came to uh, visit South Korea, visit their palaces, visit the uh, country and that has like kind of like brought billions of revenue to the country like especially uh, the old dramas like the one dwell in the palace, Full House, those two is considered as like 
major two dramas which like attracted international fans to the country as well yes yeah so moving on nilukshi what is your favorite k drama over the korean drama okay it's reply 1988 and it was aired in uh, 2015 and this drama is basically about the family bonds friendship and romance so uh, what attracted you to this drama what specifically attracted you to this uh, well actually uh, this drama did not only focus about romance the romance was only a part of the story and it flowed around the family bonds the friendship and the jealousy among friends and family members and the, the way they fall yeah the and the way they face to troubles as a family and friends and so on so there are many stories within one story so uh, one of the most important things that enticed me to watch this is the character song duk sun uh like her i'm also the second child of my family so i know the issues that second uh, second child normally face uh so in one place she said that uh for the eldest it was because they are the eldest and for youngest it was because they are the youngest that i had to always yield to them so uh she felt worthless because she is the second child she thought that she is not so important but uh, she did not realize that her family loved her so much but with the time she realized that but uh, until that she thought that she is not important and she is worthless so i also kind of felt that personally i know how she, how it feels so this is one of the most important reasons that why i watched this that's really interesting um i haven't watched the drama but i definitely would like to check it out it kind of feel like an interesting story navodi do you have any favorites yes of course i also have a k drama that i enjoyed watching recently and of course i have watched reply 1988 too and i ra- loved the movie it had this retro kind of vibe which really yeah which really attracted me and i really love that too but my favorite k drama at the moment is the world of the married i mean uh yes you have to be a bit mature to watch it i mean it has certain restrictions <laughs> yeah. i guess our listeners are all mature enough to watch that kind of a Uh, drama i guess yes i don't think kids yeah. are listening to this don't if you are listening to it don't watch it now wait until you are at the age okay so uh, basically <laughs> that yes great advice now <laughs> yes <laughs> i mean uh, the world of the married it talks about uh like three families uh there's this major a uh, main family and uh, around that the other families are kind of connected to them as well but it mainly talks about how a married couple spends their life uh through some uh, hardships for example the main hardship is that the main family's uh, husband actually he's having an extramarital affair uh yes and uh, it has been happening for a long time but when his wife finds it out he was so uh, shamelessly hiding the facts like everything from her and uh, apparently after certain unfortunate incidents they 
uh, agree to divorce each other. But the problem was, did divorce actually separate them? That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, they didn't actually separate because they, even after he cheated his wife, he still needed that woman to be a part of his life too. I mean, like he was a master cheat, you know. <laughs> yes, and uh, the story, like uh, in the movie Parasite, in this K-drama, you won't find any flowery characters. There are no beautiful girls, no nice looking guys, no, all are in their middle ages and they are doing some unbelievably horrible things to each other, even though they are in the same family. I mean, it's not just the extramatural affair, but also uh, the child of them, the son. He's actually uh, a young boy uh, who is around, I think, 15 or 16 years old, according to the drama. And how he goes through a lot of mental, uh, you know, disturbances because of this uh, problem that happened between their family. I mean, if you watch the first episode of this drama, you will find that this is not something uh, really, you know, this might not talk about anything like extramarital affair because at the first scene, you will see a perfect family. That nice, uh, you know, in a big wealthy house, uh, the handsome husband, successful husband gives a kiss to the loving wife and she prepares meals to them before she goes to a hospital. She's uh, actually a, a doctor. So they show the perfect family. Then within few minutes, the whole story changes like upside down. I mean, like you should watch it. And feel it. The suspend wow. actu suspend yeah, actually that kills. That really makes me interested. Yes, it kills. And of course, you will curse a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> While watching the drama. Yes, of course. <laughs> so, Sandha, what about you? Do you have any favorite dramas? Um. Well, um, I really, I, I'm like... This moment, I'm motivated to watch the two dramas that you two talked about. I haven't watched them, but I'm really like highly motivated to watch them. So, um, I kind of, I'm a person like who enjoys every type of movie or every type of TV series. So, I even, even though someone says this is a bad movie or something, I just give it a chance and watch it. Like to see what really went, like went wrong. So, uh, I kind of enjoy all type of Korean drama. So, uh, the drama that really impressed me recently was this um, drama called Itaewon Class. I hope I'm uh, pronouncing it correctly. Itaewon is uh, uh, an area in uh, Seoul, which is in Korea. Uh, it, it is kind of like a business area, kind of have a lot of shops and all. That's how I got, like, I got the picture of Itaewon. So this story is an underdog story, which uh, focuses on a young ex-convict who relies on his like mad resolve and incredible people skills to rise to the, uh, you know, the heights of the corporate world. And of course, his like ultimate plan is to avenge his father. Uh, so throughout the story, like the first episode, you are not presented the, you know, the chocolate boy kind of an image of the main character you know most of the korean dramas have these perfect you know rich boys or else like you know handsome boys 
who's like a dream for the girl to you know fall in love but this guy is kind of not like that he's kind of like down to down to earth person who is a high school kid when the story starts uh who goes through an unfortunate event of losing his father and how uh, and how like there there are a lot of incidents that happened finally making him go to jail uh, i won't go into details because if someone is like going to watch this i i don't like to spoil the story but uh, the real story starts when he gets out of the jail and uh, his journey in like avenging his father's death and how he really wanted to you know climb the ladder in the corporate world and become successful that's really interesting not like the other korean dramas it doesn't like show uh, uh like out of the blue some person comes up give you money you just have business not that that's not the story that's there he works hard after he gets out of the prison he works hard for years and finally you know gather some money and start a small you know restaurant and then how he develops that is the story um and also what really uh, made it specially like what really enticed me to watch the drama was they didn't have perfect characters they have like all the characters were like flowed in one way or the other um the best example is like i really loved that they did did this the female lead of the story she was not a perfect girl she was not a girl who like sacrifices for every like everyone who cries you know quietly who just loved the main character that that was not the uh, character that they had in this drama um she uh, she was like she was the most flawed character i can say like she has a huge temper she's like so selfish see like she's ambitious like she has dreams she's ambitious but she's like kind of like selfish she does all kind of crooked things to like achieve what she really wants that was like a refreshing thing in a korean drama because always you have these female characters who are like relying on the male or else like sacrificing everything for others and everything so that was a refresh refreshing thing in the drama and what was really interesting was uh they uh, talked about different themes um like <clears throat> the main one is like uh they talked about the transgender issues there's a trans woman in the story that's really a rare thing that you find in korean dramas they don't really like go into those sort of territories but there was they um i'm a little bit disappointed they don't they didn't go in deep into all these issues but they touched it that's quite a new thing for korean dramas they talked about racial discrimination as well there's one uh, black guy that's working in the uh, restaurant you see a lot of foreign people in some korean dramas like white people but this is the first drama that i saw there's a colored man represented in a drama and uh so there's a fun scene if you can remember all everyone in the restaurant expect this guy to speak english and they're like pushing him in front of like foreign customers but actually he doesn't know english right i guess yes <laughs> yes i can remember i mean he he 
goes he goes and he says no i am a korean person <laughs> even though he he is from another country he can't speak in english that was very funny <laughs> yes because his father is korean yes and also that was one of the reasons was that his native language was not yes. english he was speaking french ah, that okay. was also one point yes so all these like all these really interesting yes. things were there in the drama um yeah that's why i really loved itaewon class yes i also watched it and it was really amazing the plot was also amazing the amount of uh, stories and themes that they touched was amazing i also agree that anyone is planning to watch a different style of a korean drama i mean you should check out these k dramas yes, yes. especially the main actor especially the main actor's look if you can remember it's not like you know the lee min ho bu jung pyo's kind of a look right he just had a bowl cut like not a bowl cut exactly but very short hair like not that dreamy boy kind of an image yes so you can give it a try and see yeah of course so we talked about everything that we loved about korean dramas do you have anything that you don't like about them like anything that you hate about them Nilakshi, do you have anything? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I have this mm-hmm. one thing. Uh, actually, I hate cross-dress heroines. <laughs> actually, <laughs> uh, because at the beginning, no, seriously, at the beginning, I like it. Okay, because I even started watching K- uh, Korean dramas by watching uh, You mm-hmm. Are Beautiful. It's also about the cross-dress uh, heroine. But here now. Uh, yes, the the heroine is acting like a boy in the drama, right? Yeah, yeah. So and now I'm kind of fed up of it because most <laughs> of the time there are uh, there are these these type of incidents. So that's one of the things I don't like. More like I hate that. And uh, to add to that thing, I think I recently found out that I really don't like. Uh, how uh, they treat the second leads i mean how they un, un- I, i i definitely <laughs> know why you say this <laughs> i mean they they just i mean this is maybe because they their episodes are limited to a certain uh, small hmm. number compared to uh, the yeah. tv series that we might watch in our countries you know they have hmm. a limited uh, number of episodes for example like 16 or maximum mm. 20 or 30 Most right yeah the dramas yes. have 16 yes. Right? yes so because of that i think they have to they always have nice second leads and nice plot lines that they could have used for them but you know as they are in a hurry to end the drama they just cut out all the things that have you know nicely happened uh, regarding the second leads For example, I recently watched Crash Landing on You. I think Sandha will agree with me because I really hated the fact that they killed Alberto. I am really sad because of that. I wish they could make a second sequel of it and you know bring him back to life. <laughs> <laughs> That is really unfair. I am not sure whether I agree with you on that aspect, but I'm pretty sure you. Spoiled the drama for someone hugely. <laughs> of course, I'm really sorry. <laughs> But contrary to your opinion, I love that ending because it's something different. I always love something <laughs> okay. different. Happening. How could you be so heartless, Anna? <laughs> <laughs> But it's a nice, like, kind of 
change yeah, for the that story. made me really frustrated for days <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah i understand um, yes. what i hate most is like they're making the female characters really you know like damsels in distress like these females always needs help from the male characters to rise and all those things i really hate that aspect there are a lot of dramas that have strong female leads but most of the dramas do that like uh the male characters are always the one that's rescuing these female characters that's really um <clears throat> not a you know 21st century thing i guess <laughs> yeah people might have yeah people might have might have enjoyed it back in the day but now it's kind of like it's too much i guess and i i completely agree with you on the second lead thing yes i also have that issue they have like <laughs> quite interesting marvelous plot plots for the second leads but then they get like they in 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 not in so much of a nice way uh, i remember several dramas like uh, most popular one descendants of the sun um i think a lot of people have watched it in sri lanka as well you know the second lead had a far interesting story than the main lead yes. i guess yeah that's true <laughs> so yes maybe uh, that's one trick of the writers to you know like stop overshadowing the main character's story but you know you, they can do better in all those stories as well So Nilukshi uh, do you find any differences or similarities of K dramas with that of Hollywood or Bollywood or Sri Lankan cinema uh yes there are some differences uh one is the image of a boy i mean the main uh lead male character i mean the in Sri Lanka or in the Hollywood and Bollywood the the guy or the main character he normally has a beard and he's very manly who has six packs and everything but in korea we was uh, even my family and my friends they always tell me that they don't have a beard he's really uh, they are girly looking and everything but <laughs> i think you also has the same experience right so i think uh, it's because of they have a different culture right people do not understand that uh, we criticize them by sitting in and we criticize uh, another culture by cr- sitting on another culture so i think uh, this is uh, this is one difference i saw and also the love stories as you said in the beginning uh, in korean dramas they have somewhat cheesy or uh, cheesy love stories the fantasy where the girl is always try uh, the boy always protects his girlfriend and everything so and it's really beautiful <laughs> sweet but but actually it's not going to happen in the real world right and also <laughs> and also uh, another thing is that in korean dramas uh, they normally use a colorful background you know uh, just like a just like a dream or something like a fairy land it's really colorful but even especially in uh, bollywood we can't see in some cases we can see some colorful backgrounds but in uh, bollywood movies there are they don't normally use colorful backgrounds right the especially the shanties and everything is there 
so and also in korean dramas in most of the korean dramas there are more than one stories within one story i mean uh, in if we take uh, 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 if we take a hollywood movie as an example titanic there are only one story right the love story of them and apart from that there's another story but in korean dramas there are more than one stories i mean the story about the lovers and about their families and might be the all story about their parents and everything is there so and consider about the similarities actually uh, i can't remember about any similarity uh, one similarity is that the most of the dramas are based on love stories right there are some actions and everything but most of the dramas are based on love stories so <laughs> that's all i think and what about you guys yeah i want to add something to that also because uh, i think many people find it really uh, you know disgusting to look at uh, cheesy or you know kind of uh, stories that k dramas present but i think personally uh, isn't that what we imagine about when we are in a relationship don't we like our boy to be a bit caring don't you like to have a piggyback ride on your boyfriend don't you i mean no 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 <laughs> i mean there might be people like us who love it i mean like even though it's impossible <laughs> there might be people like me who don't love it <laughs> I mean sometimes But the expectations are beyond our limits right yeah that's true that's true yes and um so how what what's your opinion on korean drama fans you know the fan girling in korea well actually i have a negative image about the korean drama fans uh honestly uh, i am a member of many uh korean fan sites and also uh the thing the The first thing I saw about them is that these fans do not respect the actors and actresses private life, right? They they always try to stalk them and also uh, I saw in Instagram that one of the fans uh, even cursed uh, for a, a singer's baby, okay, a newborn baby, saying that she wants uh, yes, saying that she wants that baby to die. So think that it's really cruel right because uh, the most of the fans not all the fans but most of the fans think that uh, these actors actresses and even the singers are their own property so they they, they don't want them to being in a relationship getting married having babies i mean they even curse them and even fight with each other actually that's that's disgusting so because of that actually i have very bad image about them and in the other side they also uh, cheer them up too in the other side they even cheer them up so i think uh, those fans uh, those k drama fans are crazy about them and we can't see that situation in sri lanka right we are not crazy about the sri lankan actors and actresses no Uh, i can't yeah actually i can't blame about that so yeah <laughs> yes i agree i uh, i like i think it's very uh, the fan girling that is like hugely in korea is kind of like toxic 
because uh, I have I I have seen some instances as well, like you said, there are uh, like fans like obsessing over the lives of these actors and actresses and all the dramas that they do, their private life and everything. It's kind of like they want to have control of everything, but there I think like. For example, if you look, look into Hollywood or Bollywood, they have their own lives. People are just concerned about the type of movies or the type of drama that they're doing. That's all. Like there are, I won't say like there are that kind of fans everywhere, but not like hugely in other industries. But um, Korean fans are kind of like going overboard with everything, um, and. Um, it's i think it's if you think from the actors and actresses perspective that's really not a healthy thing like they do they restrict themselves they don't enjoy their lives to the fullest because of the fear that they have about this negative feedback they're going to get from these fan fans that can really affect their lives because i have seen several reports from korea about you know huge stars committing suicide um over mental trauma and everything so they should really like pay attention to improving that side like just enjoy the dramas just enjoy the entertainment that is given to you like without going too deep into that right yes of course and uh in addition to fangirling i find this one other toxic thing about korean uh like uh this film industry and uh uh this is common to actually k-pop and korean drama and all because uh, these actors and actresses have their agencies that they ma- that they are being managed with okay so uh apart from the pressure that they receive from fan girls they also receive receive a huge amount of uh you know pressure from these companies as well their contracts and some uh, companies that have dating bans so uh whenever these uh these actors or actresses have the need of another person to share their life with i think always it's either the fan girl or or the fan girls or the companies uh sometimes put restrictions because of the fame they fear that the fame will fade away and you know uh, damage their career so i think that's also affecting these uh actors actresses and musicians very negatively uh yes and uh, that's why most of them are having certain depression kind of situations also i think they should uh i think this when it comes to fangirling situation i think those girls and boys they are dwelling in the fantasies for too long i'm like when the drama ends the fantasy should should kind of end with it like and you should accept that behind these uh character there's a human being right yes absolutely true so um we have kind of come to the end of our uh, discussion about these korean dramas and the korean entertainment industry so nilakshi uh, yes. so uh, why would you recommend a korean drama let's say your favorite korean drama why should someone else watch it uh because that drama is a uh, uh, simply my stress releasing pill right whenever i have something you know some uh, any problem or issue i just i just quickly go and watch a part of it then after all my worries are gone 
so that uh, i recommend it if you want a new taste i mean if you want to look at your family in new way if you want to see your friends as your own family uh, for that you must watch this right this is not uh, like i said this is not only about the romance this is about the friendship and family so because of that if you love yourself if you love your family you should watch this that's why i recommend it and sanda you also watch that right <laughs> you also should i mean the reply 1988 you must watch yes, that yes absolutely i i have to add <laughs> that to my bucket list of tv series and movies to watch in the future uh, thank you for the recommendation nilakshi like we, we are not forcing you to watch these korean dramas just because we enjoy it but um if you want to give it a try and you are hesitant because you don't like cheesy kind of stories like because you have got this cheesy image of korean drama you can just give it a try for the dramas that we three recommended like uh, reply 1988 uh, or else the world of the marriage or else it even class because they kind of have different stories not all those cheesy love stories but kind of different uh, aspects different themes in this story so if you like to give it a try you can give it a try uh and also uh i would like to mention some dramas uh that i came across recently and of course some dramas that i watched over the time as well uh some might be love stories but they are not that much of a cheesy love story i would say um i really enjoyed uh, crash landing on you which was a recent telecast uh, it talked about uh um, two lovers from north korea and south korea uh it's a love story but not that that too much cheesy is going on in there and also uh, vagabond which was also a new one uh, it has action going on uh and all and also uh, memories of alhamra uh, which was also kind of like a cool story which had a lot of like computer gaming stuff involved and uh, i really loved it because they had these 3d gaming images the people like like playing real life like they are playing ga- playing games like real life stuff that was also uh, interesting and um <clears throat> there was another story which i found recently which was called when the camellia blooms uh, and it was also an uh, interesting one because it it talks about the life of a uh, woman who's like divorced and had a child like how she overcomes her difficulties in life and how she finds love again that's also kind of like different story and also if you love lee min ho which is gujum pyo which is famous in sri lanka these days if you love lee min ho you can give uh, try to watch the king eternal monarch which is eternal monarch which is being telecasted now uh, yes uh, also i like to add two worlds um, if you want to experience a different story uh, you must watch two worlds it's about uh, it's a story about real world and a world in uh, and the webtoon and also if you love actions uh, you can watch the k2 uh, i think it's our it's one of our favorite k dramas i think uh and also if you uh want if you like love stories not that much of cheesy love stories i highly recommend take care of us captain 
actually it's a it's very beautiful uh, story and also uh, this is a, a somewhat old story uh, the love rain i think you might watch that uh, yeah i recommend those drama i recommend those dramas yeah in addition to that i want to add watch scarlet heart rio i mean it's 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 a fusion between uh, uh, the real world as well as a uh, a fantasy world where there are like kings like it goes to the past where the where there were uh, kings that ruled korea so it's it's also very uh, interesting and the cast was amazing you should like watch it yes so we have come to the end of today's episode uh, i'm wondering whether we have like uh, talked for a long time about korean dramas because we are passionate about it anyway so we hope you at least got some idea about what really goes behind these dramas because we we believe we talk some other details that are associated with korean dramas and um, i would like to say like i even didn't know about the uh, sujata dni fund which was in sri lanka i recently found it that was like really that was uh, an interesting fact for me because I never knew that there was this kind of an impact in Sri Lanka from Korea. So that was interesting as well. So we hope you got some interesting facts. At least one of you got motivated to give Korean dramas a try maybe or you might got like too disgusted about the topic that you left our podcast on halfway anyway. So so we really hope you got something from this discussion right now yes of course i mean uh, if you hate k dramas now you know the facts then you can hate it more or you love k dramas now you love it more you can do anything you want right i mean uh, yeah so i would like to thank nilukshi for being with us today uh, even though she was very busy it was really hard to catch her and uh i i really thank you for joining with us and sharing your wonderful opinion with us and yeah no actually i want to thank you guys for inviting me and to talk about something really passionate so actually uh, i enjoy this time with you because so thank you very much for inviting me so and also i should mention that i'm a big fan of your podcast oh, so thank you thank you <laughs> so much best of luck for that too thank you so much and we really had a great time talking with you about this korean drama thank you so much for joining so uh thank you for listening and i hope you got a certain idea about korean dramas and uh, uh, more details about them and more things that you haven't heard of before So uh, we'll see you guys in next week with another interesting episode of so that's why you like it uh, we will find uh, topics that you love to listen to about and of course we will see you in next week with another adorable guest as well so till then stay at home stay safe bye bye, bye.